What's going on, everybody? This is JVP. So I'm here in the Philippines, in Manila, and uh, it's been a great experience so far. My wife is Filipino, and she hasn't been here in 27 years, so she is seeing her sister for the first time in 27 years and meeting her nephews for the first time. So my wife has a brother and a sister that live in America, so they all came down too. Uh, it was a big, well, it's been a big family affair. My son was down here. He left just before New Year's. He's back in New York City. So a lot of people have gotten to meet each other for the first time. And it's been great. Now, this trip hasn't been without flaws. You know, the traffic is insane. There's a lot of two-wheel vehicles. I'm talking about mopeds, motorcycles. There's even these tricycles where this, you know, a, a motorcycle with a sidecar attached to it, and it, it, it's a form of a means of transportation for a lot of people here. So it's like uh, <laughs> it's like no man's land here, and uh, for the most part, it, it's the traffic and the noise has been unexpected for me. You know, I have a noise. uh, I have sensitivity to noise. I have sensitivity to light. I have issues with crowds because of my brain injury, you know. So I've had to deal with all that. But sometimes you have to deal with... You have to struggle in order for the bigger picture to be enjoyable. I don't know if that makes sense. It probably doesn't. Right now, I'm I'm recording on my phone. I figured I'd record a quick podcast from the Philippines. The internet here sucks. Uh, Some of the food, like I tried some fast food that you would see in America, like KFC, which absolutely sucked. The chicken was like three different colors. I'm very picky with my food. The mashed potato tasted different. Maybe it's natural. (laughs) Maybe they're using real ingredients here. And that's why I wasn't accustomed to it. But even my wife said it tasted different. McDonald's, my son and I tried McDonald's. Wherever we travel, we try to... we, We try McDonald's in every country. Some places, the beef tastes like beef, right? So... We figured, all right, let's try the Philippines. And the Big Mac, it tasted like a Big Mac. And it was sloppy as shit. The, the mayonnaise they use here is kind of sweeter. So it was a different taste. It wasn't bad, though. But the fries were cold. And once McDonald's fries get cold, it tastes like you're biting into cardboard. And then you have, you know, down here in the Philippines, rice is an essential part of your daily breakfast so breakfast here consists of rice white rice with beef or fish and uh, like a over easy an egg over easy on top of the rice in some of the Filipino restaurants in, in New York I get log, which is beef which is usually fried 
with garlic rice and an egg. I love that shit. So I've gotten it here. And we actually went to a Denny's, which wasn't that bad. But they served that there in Denny's. Even in McDonald's. In McDonald's, uh, they have spaghetti. And the spaghetti they serve in the Philippines has like this certain kind of cheese. They put hot dogs cut up, of course. And that could be breakfast. So it's a very different culture down here. Some of the food I didn't particular, particularly eat. So I had to go elsewhere to eat. So, <laughs> but that was to be expected. Uh, the same happened with my wife when we went to Rome. She doesn't eat cheese, and a lot of stuff in Rome can, has cheese in it. A lot of the pastas and, and dishes. So now I understand what she had to go through. The hotel we're in is pretty small. It's located in a weird spot because there is a shit ton of traffic. And then you go either direction on foot, you see a bunch of ghettos. Like, we could walk straight down the block. And you have these side streets. They can, they look like alleyways, but in reality, they lead to another side street, a neighborhood. And some of the, the, the houses... They look like they're abandoned or like it went through like some type of rainstorm or something. Some of them aren't even houses. They're like sheds, you know. But then if I keep walking further down, I see these high-rise buildings being built. And if I go the opposite direction, like if I get out the hotel and I go to the left... I have to walk through a bunch of kids begging me for money. And then there's this big ass bowl with huge fucking condominiums right in front of the bowl. So there's a big contrast in, 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 in the type of living conditions. My son and I, when we went to McDonald's, we had to walk there. And the stores were like really tiny stores. You have these like food places that make chicken, let's say. And you would kind of equate it to what a coochie frito is in New York. Or maybe a halal guys, right? Like a hot, you know, one of those stands you see in New York in the street. It's small like that. Like a Gucci Frito is bigger. And people will either eat standing up or they have little, you know, benches or something. And you walk by, you don't think it's an establishment, especially that serves food. But lo and behold, you'll see people ordering food from these little establishments. It's, it's weird. And then plopped in the middle is fucking McDonald's. <laughs> so it stands out. And when you get deeper into the provinces, 
like once you get out of Manila or, or even some parts of Manila, they don't have a mall. They don't have a fast food place like McDonald's or Kentucky Fried Chicken. And they'll have these little freaking stands or people will be in a little cart. I saw a dude walking around with a cooler. One that you would take to a picnic and put a bunch of sodas and shit. It was a fairly big cooler. Maybe about three feet in a wide and maybe two feet high he's holding it above his head and he's carrying fucking um ah shit I forgot the name but what it is it's an egg a hard boiled egg but it has the little chick inside of it so you get to eat the little chick unborn chicken that's inside this hard boiled egg Balut. It's called Balut. This dude, we went to visit my sister-in-law in her house. He's walking around the fucking neighborhood in flip-flops, shorts, a freaking tank top. And he's the whole fucking day just walking around. Even it was like 11 p.m. He's walking around the neighborhood. Asking people, hey, you want to buy Balut? You want to buy Balut? And I'm like, holy shit. And that's the type of thing that goes on here. Away from the real fancy areas. Like there's this place called GDC in Manila. It's Beneficio Global something. That's where a lot of tourists go. That's where you see, if you, if you look on YouTube and you look up Philippines, Manila... You're going to see a lot of videos from a lot of tourists coming over here, looking at BGC, doing videos, vlogging, eating street food, the same shit, right? You see, you're going to see a shitload of people talking about the same shit. They won't go into the real neighborhoods and show you the, the, the dirty parts. I've seen some dirty parts around here. We drove through an area where they're selling meat. And the meat is hanging on something, right? Let's say little hooks. And over here is 90 degrees in December. Now it's January, by the way. It's just hanging. Cut cuts of meat of cows. And it's exposed, right? Sitting out there in the fucking, in the storefront. And it's not even a storefront. It's like a hut. (laughs) And people are driving by. There's exhaust hitting the fucking meat. I swear, my niece and I, we saw a dude as we were at a stoplight. He went like behind some trash and picked up a piece of meat and hung it. And we were like, what the fuck? So, (laughs) and my wife says that usually people will go buy this meat first thing. As soon as they bring in the meat, because it's cut the same day. So they go right away, get the fresh meat, and then go along their, you know, 
go along their way, right? So it's really interesting. It's really interesting. And, and <laughs> this meat is not fucking... It's not sitting there for days. But I would be very nervous if I saw one of my family members go there, pick up a piece of meat, and say, hey, we're going to have steak tonight. I would be like, I don't know about that one. <laughs> but yeah, it seems like, literally, it seems like in, in some of the, na- in the real neighborhoods, not fucking GDC or Mega Mall, like every mall has giant fucking condos right nearby. So you will see a lot of bougie people. You will see people in the malls dressed up nice. You go into one of these real neighborhoods and you see people in flip-flops. Some dudes are walking without shirts. Some kids don't even have shoes and they're just walking around the neighborhood. Somebody's always selling you something or begging for money. Depends where you go. And you have a lot of stray cats, a lot of stray dogs. So the people begging you for money, they're also, they also have to fend off the cats and the dogs because they're begging for food too. So it's a real eye opener when you go to certain areas in Manila. And if you go into the provinces where you have to pee in a freaking latrine, you're brought back into the old world. Like, there's no toilet, nothing that's flushing. Like, for example, we went to this boat ride and it was like a hut on a boat and floats, whatever. In order for us to, to pee, they were charging you money to take you back to the island and use a latrine. So you're peeing in a freaking hole. But everybody here is trying to make money. They're hustling. They really hustle. But it's been, you know, I don't know if you can hear the traffic outside. I'm on the 17th floor. You can hear it. Uh, Then there's a screaming kid a few fucking rooms down. That's another thing. Over here, it seems like the kids are really out of control. We've been in two different restaurants where there were kids running around screaming the top of their fucking lungs. And for those of you who know me, you know I have an issue because of my brain injury with sound and kids. Their their frequency of their voice or whatever, it it really fucking drives me nuts. And then we were at the mall. As a matter of fact, last night, and this kid was walking, and he has to be about maybe 12, maybe 11, 12. He was dragging his feet. He's wearing sneakers, dragging his feet, purposely making his sneakers squeak. And he was doing this the entire freaking way wherever the hell he was going he just kept doing it and doing it as if he was trying to see how long he can do it and it caught me off guard and I went into fucking fight mode 
And I'm like, yo, I'm going to fucking find this kid. <laughs> like I told my wife. And my wife, you know, she's like, keep your fucking headphones on. And so I had to do that. And once again, it's frustrating because here I am with family I haven't met before. And I have to put on my fucking headphones and listen to music so I get drowned out the screaming kids and it seemed like in the mall no matter where I stood all of a sudden there were kids running around me people behind me like for some reason all of a sudden they were interested in whatever I was looking at or wherever I was standing at there was something everybody wanted to look at maybe they saw Bigfoot maybe it was me right (laughs) So, yeah, and and it doesn't help that, you know, so far, most, most of the places I've been to, I'm the tallest person. Um, In the hotel, we did meet one guy who was like probably 6'10", 6'11", a black dude. Uh, My wife said they have international uh, basketball teams here. So he definitely had to be a basketball player. That dude was fucking tall. So that's the tallest person I've seen besides me so far since I've been here. But yeah, it's been it's been a really fun trip. I haven't had much chance to rest. So today my wife is seeing one of her uncles. I said I'm gonna stay, chill, try to recuperate. Because the flight was freaking crazy. It's over 20 hours. And then you, you throw in the congestion of the two-wheel vehicles. This It seems like everybody got a freaking moped or a motorcycle. And they just take over the road. It is crazy. So, and then you got the kids who are out of control. Like, there's no discipline down here. But besides that, it's been a fun experience. I wanted to share that, do a quick podcast. And by the way, with my photography, I've been posting some of my photos. Um, I've been doing documentary style photos. It's like, it just flowed, you know? I wanted to really take more environmental photos, but then I see some of the conditions and some of the scenery and some, you know, I catch these moments that just happened right in front of me and I'm like holy shit you know this is more of a documentary than anything else so I'm gonna figure out a way how to present these and maybe even make a little book of all the photos I've taken in the Philippines I'm gonna try to see how that works out so it's been for photography It's been a a pleasant, a real, real pleasant experience because in New York, I really don't mess with photography as much as I used to. Um, You know, it'll be months before I touch my camera. And I usually take photos when we're away from New York. Here, it's been like a gold mine. So one of these days I'm going to walk around and go to some of these really 
small, like these neighborhoods, they're really tight. Like they're, and these like two, two way roads in these really fucking narrow streets. Then you have kids playing, you got fucking motorcycles parked. And you could literally be confronted with a car coming the opposite way and you guys are trying to figure out who goes first and blah, blah, blah. It's crazy. And for me, if I walk down these neighborhoods, I'm going to be looked at as like, who the fuck is this guy walking around with his camera? My wife was like, please don't do that. <laughs> but I, I want to try. I want to see how that works out. The people here are pretty friendly, so they probably wouldn't mind me taking pictures if I asked them. They probably, they would probably be excited about that. So we'll see. But anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, You might hear a lot of noise. I'm on my phone. And I'm trying to unlock my phone so I can uh, stop this recording. But you guys take care. Happy New Year. Um, Hope you guys had a great freaking time during New Year's Eve and hopefully 2024 is awesome for you guys so you guys take care I'll talk to you soon